This is Learn From Others, where we interview a cross-section of successful individuals so you can learn from their experiences, achievements, and even their mistakes. We ask four questions that will educate and inspire. Greg Stanley will be your guide as we join our guests on a journey from adolescent daydreaming to success in today's world. Join us on this adventure as we learn from others together. Well, welcome to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today, Michelle Bolator. Michelle, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Greg. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate you taking us on your career journey today. And before we find out what you're actually doing today, if you would, could you tell me what did you want to be when you grew up? Well, growing up, I wanted to be a veterinarian. I love animals. Animals love me. I'm kind of an animal whisperer. I've always grown up. I've had animals around my whole life. I now have a, a gaggle of cats and a golf and cockatoo to entertain me on the daily. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what kind of animals did you grow up when you were little that made you want to become a veterinarian? Um, we always had two, three, four dogs at a time, an assortment of durable turtle rabbit. I'm sure there was a snake in there at one point. Um, fish. Yeah, I've had all sorts of critters. And then um, they seem to find me. So where I live now, I lovingly call my home the Critter Cottage because it, it backs up to canyon space. And so I always have um, a variety of uh, wild critters that come and stop by and say hello. <laughs> wow. Now you're out west, correct? I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area, yes. Wow, okay. So do you have some of those little uh, mice and small squirrels that come up to your back door? Um, they try, but the cats keep them at bay. <laughs> so um, I, I get gifts um, regularly uh, from one of my kitties. She's quite the hunter. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> it's yeah. always a good thing. Squirrels, skunks, possums, raccoons. Um, I had a coyote once show up on the backyard. I uh, wow. used to have deer, a whole flock of turkeys that would pass through. So... You name it. I've got all sorts of friendlies. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. So you wanted to work with animals when you grew up. Well, tell me now, today in your current career, do you work with animals? No. No, I don't. <laughs> I love on them every day in my in my home, but no, I do not. I When I first went off to college, I was studying biology, as anyone would do who wants to be a veterinarian. And then I got to chemistry. And chemistry and I, we did not see eye to eye. We mm -hmm. did not get along. <laughs> and that was the end of my dream of becoming a veterinarian. I was like, oh, this is, this is no bueno. So I uh, changed my major to psychology, um, which I find fascinating, always have. Um, human dynamics and how we think and do what we do is just endlessly fascinating to me. So I studied psychology. Um, I took a a slight detour and went and studied in France and to learn French um, and then came back to the States. And I had originally gone to a small school in North Carolina and the thought of going from Paris, France back to Hickory, North Carolina was just not happening for me. So right. <laughs> I, I uh, transferred to the University of Florida. So I went from about 1,500 students in my school to 36,000 at the time. That was interesting. And I'm now in my senior year of college, and I'm I'm having this meltdown moment of I can't I can't get a job with a degree in psychology. I need to change my major. So 
um, I announced to my parents that that's what I was doing, um, despite their objections, and changed my major to advertising because I thought, well, I have this creativity thing and psychology that gets used in advertising. Sure, that'll work. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I graduated with a degree in advertising and a minor in psychology and ended up going back to Paris, France, and working as an au pair for about a year and a half and putting my graphic skills to work um, kind of under the table doing graphic design for um, a couple different magazines and the uh, International Herald Tribune. So that was fun. And... While I was in France, I discovered I could draw. That was oh, kind nice. of a thing to figure out. So um, when I moved back to the States, I ended up in Atlanta, Georgia, where I went back to school again um, to the Art Institute of Atlanta and ended up getting a degree in graphic design. So that was the first career that I had. I was a graphic designer in multimedia, which moved into being a, a creative director in web development, which is what brought me here to the San Francisco Bay Area at the height of the dot-com boom. And that was well and good and fine and fun and interesting, and I was managing a very large creative team. And uh, essentially, after I got to San Francisco, um, I, I ended up getting bullied out of my job, Greg. I had hired two guys two men to be my wingmen, art directors on my team, and they really didn't like working for a woman, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. They made it uh, very well known to everyone involved and essentially ended up taking me out of the knees um, and essentially got fired because wow. they were undermining me and bad-mouthing me to the clients and doing all sorts of things. And... It was quite devastating. Right, <laughs> it, yeah, uh, for sure. It pretty much shattered my confidence and my self-esteem, and I was quite the deer in the headlights. I didn't know what I was going to do next, what that was going to look like. The thought of handing my resume to somebody was terrifying, terrifying to me. So my uncle, in all his wisdom, said to me, why don't you, why don't you get a coach? There's this thing called career coaches now, like, okay, sure, I'll find one of those, and I did. So in the process of being coached to help me figure out what my next steps were, I truly found my, my life's work and my calling to become a coach. So I went on to get trained and certified. Um, it was like all the cells in my body, Greg, came into alignment and said, yes, this this is what you're supposed to do. So right. um, I, I got trained certified and I thought, gosh, it'll be easier for me to start my own company than it would to go hand my resume to somebody. <laughs> so that's right, what I did. <laughs> wow. Okay. Less so that's two evils. Which one's less uncomfortable? <laughs> right. So that's what you do today. You coach and train folks on their careers? I do. It's my coaching career has morphed um a bit. So I've been a professional coach now for eighteen years, over eighteen years. And through that time, I've been a career coach, a business coach, a leadership coach. They all kind of go together um, in different ways, shapes, and forms, right? And through that process, I'm, I'm a continual learner, lifelong learner, and I'm always looking at, well, how do I be my best self? How do I 
become the best coach I can be and move the things in my way, my limiting beliefs, out of the way. So I've done a lot of work, a lot of personal development. I've worked with coaches, amazing coaches, therapists, etc., to kind of move my my old wounds and and limiting beliefs out of the way and done a pretty good job of it. And there were still one or two things that I couldn't quite wrangle. I couldn't quite get out of the way. I knew they were there, but I didn't know how to get at the root of them to eliminate them. And so uh, several years ago now, I discovered the work of Marissa Peer. She's a world-renowned therapist. And so I did some work with her. She's pioneered a methodology called rapid transformational therapy. And in doing this work with her, the the belief, the limiting beliefs that I couldn't get at for 20 years, I was able to move out of the way in, inside of three weeks. Pretty astounding to to be able to do that because I had worked so hard to, to get at them unsuccessfully and then to finally be able to go, oh, okay, now it's gone. So when Marissa started training people in her methodology, um, RTP for short, I was a big yes, and so I've been trained and certified. I've been one of her graduate trainers, and I've actually blended RTT with my coaching and what I call my rapid rewiring program. It's a 30-day program that I do with clients, and it, it brings together what I think are all the best modalities under one roof, so to speak. So RTT is a combination that brings um, cognitive behavioral therapy, neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis together, and then I bring in coaching to amplify the results inside of a 30-day period, and it's pretty astounding the results that my clients get. Wow, that's really amazing, and your whole career journey is really amazing because you kind of had a lot of false starts and changes and adjustments, and it seems like it's that's nice to hear from a student's perspective. You know, you're not going to hit it out of the park your first try, typically, you know, there's a lot of exploration to occur. And you finally found your calling from a professional standpoint years after college, correct? Oh, absolutely. I've always uh, lovingly said I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> so, um, you know, when I when I discovered coaching, um, I was 34 and I kind of, you know, some people might have called it a midlife crisis. I called it an awakening. Like, oh, not that, this. Look over here. It's like my spirit was saying, graphic design and creative direction, that's nice, but that's not really what you're here to do. And so um, when I discovered the rapid transformational therapy and went through that work, it was the same sensation all over again. Like all the cells in my body came into alignment and I knew wholeheartedly without a doubt that this was the next level of mastery for me in my career and truly now it's I, I feel so blessed to say yes I found my sweet spot I truly know this is the work I'm here to do and I love doing it every single day right so for our students how would you describe your job in a I don't know a two or three word title is it executive coach how would you describe what you do to them I call myself an executive confidence coach and rapid rewire expert because I rewire people's brains with better beliefs, literally helping them build new neural pathways in their brains. It's cool. Wow. 
Yeah, that's really cool. So if you would tell me, typically I ask, what's your typical week, work week like? But that doesn't make a lot of sense in your world, I think. So what's your typical month like? I work for myself. I work from home. My, you know, um, yoga pants and slippers are my uh, professional attire around the house. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, and um, I work with clients virtually over Zoom. So I have clients all over the world that I have the joy of working with. Uh, a typical engagement uh, is usually 30 days long, and it starts with a two-hour RTT session where I drop people into that very relaxed state of hypnosis. And basically, they're in control, they're awake, but I'm able to talk with their subconscious mind because the critical judging mind takes a backseat. And that's where all the rich information is. So I have a little conversation with your subconscious mind to get at the root causes of these limiting beliefs um, or, you know, emotional, physical ailments that are holding people back oftentimes um, are rooted in beliefs that they have about themselves. And so we literally find them, rewrite them, and and transform them. And then um, I create a customized recording for my clients from that session that they listen to then every day for 21 to 30 days. It's about a 30-minute recording that I'm instilling new empowering beliefs and thoughts and habits into their subconscious. So they're literally building those new neural pathways over those 30 days. And then we follow that up with three 60-minute coaching sessions to help them um, pull apart the shifts that are happening because sometimes they're very subtle. And then to put other goals, strategies, um, and tools into place to help amplify their success and whatever they've come to me that they want to work on. So by the end of the 30 days, they've uh, identified the the root causes, they've changed them, transformed them, and are typically making some quantum leaps forward. It's really fun to watch. Wow. Yeah, that's really amazing that you can have those types of results and uh, obviously, it was eye-opening when you went through it yourself, so it's cool that you can share it with others now. As a reminder, you can check out all previous episodes at learnfromothers.org, and if you're an educator or a student, you can search for podcasts by Career Cluster. So, Michelle, we learned what you wanted to be when you grew up, which is work with animals, and what you do today, which is not working with animals. <laughs> so, working looking with back, humans. <laughs> humans, yes, humans. So, looking back on your career, you had a lot of different turns of directions there. What would you do differently? That's a great question, Greg. And I think if I had had the benefit of someone like me, like Marissa, um, at, a, at a younger age, who told me, who helped me believe to know that I am enough, it could have made a significant shift in my trajectory because I, I grew up not having a lot of confidence, not really believing in myself um, for a lot of different reasons. And it wasn't until my 40s that I figured it out. And so what I've learned through my work as a coach is that confidence is at the, the core of our success. And I've, I've looked at, I've talked with people from all around the world about what makes confidence. And it's, it's innate in some people, and it's just not in others. It's, not, it's something you can learn. It's something you can acquire. Um, and so believing in myself at a younger age, giving myself the opportunity to bolster my confidence, I think would have um, 
changed a lot of things. But, you know, we're all on our path, and it's all perfect just the way it is. Right, right. Yeah, that's very insightful. So let's talk to the student who wants to do what you do. So define that as you will. What advice would you give them? There's two options here because I am a hybrid model. <laughs> so <laughs> right. if you're interested in, in being a coach, um, I would recommend you go to the International Coach Federation website, which is the governing body of coaching, and there you'll find all of the credentialed coach training schools from all over the world. There's hundreds of them now. Um, I'm a big fan of the Coaches Training Institute. Um, it's one of the original coach training schools. They're based out of Marin here in California. Um, it's a very kinesthetic learning process, hands-on learning process, which I highly recommend. Um, and get some training. Um, and practice, you know, I've practiced with a lot of people for free um, when I first became a coach. Um, and then if you're interested in becoming a rapid transformational therapist to do a deeper dive of work and working with folks in subconscious, um, I highly recommend, you know, Marissa Peer and her, her work. You can do her, her trainings live in person. And she also has them online as well. So um, it's a it's a deep dive of training. It's not for the faint of heart, right? You got to move your own junk out of your trunk first before you right. can work on other people. So um, I've I've probably got I don't know three four thousand hours worth of training under my belt over the last twenty years, Greg. But it's been a labor of love. So I I highly encourage your listeners to you know find the thing that makes their heart light up and, and has you excited to get out of bed every day and do more of that. Right. Yeah, that's really, really great advice. Well, are there any current projects you're working on that you would like to share? Yes, I'm very excited, actually. I just launched um, two weeks ago my Rapid Rewiring Membership Program. And um, it's a way for folks to work with me um, kind of in a light version um, we have a, a group mastermind call each month. We have a different topic each month that we explore. And they'll get a transformation recording, a hypnosis recording that goes with that topic each month. So they can kind of do the work on their own um, instead of doing the, the deeper dive one-on-one -on -one work with me. But you get to do it in community, right? We have a, a private Facebook group. I have guest experts that I interview each month as well and lots of other resources and articles and tips and tricks for my membership. So I'm very excited about it, and um, it's uh, growing by the day. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, thank you so much for taking us on your career journey today. What's the best way our listeners can learn more about you and your company? Sure. You can always find me at NectarConsulting.com. Um, you can schedule a complimentary discovery session there if you want to talk and, and learn more about how this work might be of benefit for you. And I highly recommend them uh, folks going to the Brain Candy section. It's where all the free resources are. I've got a couple e-books with transformation recordings, guided meditations, all sorts of goodies there for you. So be sure to check it out. And, of course, you can find me on all the social channels as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, it's been uh, a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Greg. 
Thank you for listening to Learn From Others, where we help others succeed by sharing success. Where will our next adventure take us? Subscribe to find out. If you know of someone who has a cool career story or occupation, contact Greg through Instagram at Greg Stanley LFO. That's G-R-E-G-S-T-A-N-L-E-Y-L-F-O. And we will see you soon as we learn from others together.